Well, I have the great privilege of um, welcoming some panel. Well, some, we're going to have a conversation this morning. Is, does that sound fun for everyone? Okay. I am a little bit nervous, so um, I'm just going to take my time. Uh, we'll start with Sarah Hawkins. Would you like to come to the stage? Michelle Fosal, Kath White, and Yvonne Brown. Please come to the stage. Grab a seat anywhere. We will need one more microphone. Yes, thank you, Carly. Perfect timing. <laughs> Just felt the moment. There we go. <laughs> grab a seat, grab a seat. Okay. <laughs> we, we were sort of conversing this week and we were like, yay, so excited, so nervous, ha <laughs> ha. Um, <laughs> but what a beautiful, what a beautiful day. What an incredible day. Gosh. Um, I kind of love that, the, that society honours mothers. Like, I know it's not in the Christian calendar, but gosh, it's a beautiful thing because we will talk about it a little bit later on. But um, I am going to... I mentioned to the girls that we're going to do a little bit of getting to know you. So, got a couple of questions. Um, Kath, <laughs> I'd love you to tell us um, about your family uh, and how long you've been married, what do you do for fun in your free time, and... What were you most surprised by at becoming a mother? <laughs> oh, we need to turn it on. Okay, excellent. We can do that. Questions? <laughs> no. I'm married to Chris White. <laughs> we celebrated our 50th anniversary on the 3rd of February. And we got married at a registry office in Sydney in 1973. And we did everything wrong. So we, we renewed our vows on our 25th wedding anniversary and did it all right. Yeah. We, we got Pastor Eric to marry us, my dad to give me away, my, you know, my parents weren't even at the registry office. So, yeah, God has just blessed our marriage. And a year later in 1974, gave birth to Sonny, who's on the sound today, everyone. Yeah. Sonny. first son, and then Dale, in 1981, who has um, blessed us with three beautiful grandchildren. And I love being pregnant. <laughs> and I love newborn babies. And for fun, I love to dance while no one's watching. <laughs> being silly and, yeah, saying silly things. I make myself laugh sometimes. <laughs> I love going to the beach, walking, and love my husband and my kids and my grandkids. Beautiful.
I'm married to John Brown, um, beautiful man. And I've been married for 65 years. And we have eight beautiful children. The eldest is Laura, who is now um, 62, no, sorry, 64. And she's a nurse and she's up at um, Crosser Pond, lives at Airy Beach. Um, then the second is a son, Geronimo, and he is uh, 63. Uh, he's got four children and three grandchildren. And then the next comes Linus Brown, and he is 62, um, and he's got one child, married and one child. Um, then comes Ruth, um, she's married and she's got two children, a boy and a girl, and she is, uh, <laughs> uh, she's 59. And then comes, um, then comes, I had twins, Rachel and Joshua, and Rachel, is over in America and she is 67. Um, she's working in a church over in America. And then I've got Joshua who is 67 and um, not 67, 57. <laughs> and um, they've got two children. He's married and got two children. Uh, then comes Nadia. Um, she's not married but she has two children two beautiful girls. And then comes Simon, my baby, who is 52 this year. And um, he's got five children. Um, and Simon works in a church at Burley. Uh, he's a, an assistant pastor um, working there. Um, and, and Laura, who's up my eldest, is also working in a church, in the Uniting Church. Incredible. <laughs> we immigrated out here in 1966 and uh, had four children when we came and then got four more Dinkin Aussies. Okay. Uh, what's the next question? <laughs> what do you do for fun, Yvonne? What do I do for fun? I, um, I am a very handy person. I fiddle with my hands quite a bit and um, done... Woodworking, um, I do wood turning, uh, I do cake decorating. Um, yeah, so that's what I do for fun. She also, yeah, she is the infamous scone maker. If we have scones on a Sunday. <laughs> Beautiful. That's, that's so. Who, mm, what a great. Who knew, right? <laughs> this is great. <laughs> Oh, these girls have. Have you guys got one? Yeah, you can. Hello. You can hold that. You want? We're on. Yeah. All right. Sarah. Hey. So, um, Matt. That's my husband over there. <laughs> Woo! We've been married for almost eighteen years. Hey, and we've got four children. We've got Evelyn, who's eight, and Isla, who's six, and Noah, who's four, and Neve is two. And for fun, I love hanging out with my man and my friends and um, 80s aerobics with my girls. <laughs> um, 
Um, yeah, and just like free time, that's exciting. So, <laughs> and rare, so yeah. <laughs> free time. Wow. I was just thinking, honey, you don't need us, you just need anyone up here. <laughs> What are we doing? You all have something that you're going to offer us this morning. Continue. Okay. Um, uh, I'm married to Kurt. I'm kind of known as Kurt's wife. No. <laughs> I mean that not as a victim, but as a good thing. <laughs> I go to the... He's a local police officer. And I go to the shops and go, oh, you're Kurt's wife. Anyway. Married to Kurt. We've been married 27 years. Um, <laughs> we have three boys. We're actually towards the empty nesting stage, which I'm getting over. But uh, Branson, my eldest, he's married to Lorena. They just got married um, March the 30th. Yep. And then there's Casey. He got married in July to Chloe. Yeah. Uh, Branson's, what, 25? <laughs> Casey's 23. And then we have Andre. He's 20. He's a little person. No. no. Oh, should I say that? <laughs> there could be someone. That's all I'll say. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, what do I do for fun? As a mother, you've got to kind of think about that, don't you? It's like, I actually love hanging out with my husband. We have date nights. We have a lot of fun together. We have a few little bonfires in the backyard. And just hanging around with family, friends, as Pastor Dan would say, talking. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, and the hardest thing I found about first time being a mother... Yeah, you forgot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was getting my firstborn home, putting him down and going, now what do I do? And something that was supposed to come, I thought, so naturally, to me, just didn't seem quite natural, you know. Um, and I was given a book from a girlfriend. It was a nursing association book from South Australia. I'm from South Australia. And it was a lifesaver. And it just helped me get into a routine with my first child who seemed to have cried a lot because he ate too much. Anyway, that's... <laughs> I'm a good hungry child. It's nothing wrong with that. Beautiful. Um, I, I, guess, I guess we could start the conversation. Um, the, if we might have the scripture that we're working from today, maybe, um, but it is... Um, I was reading a couple of months ago uh, through the Psalms and there was this portion of one of the Psalms that jumped out and it is uh, Psalm 144 verse 12 and I read it first in the NLT but we've got it in the yeah message version there so let's read it in the message version oh both of them Make our sons in their prime like sturdy oaks, oak trees, our daughters as shapely and bright as fields of wildflowers. The NLT version says, May our sons flourish in their youth like well-nurtured plants. May our daughters be like graceful pillars 
carved to beautify a palace. How, and I just, that picture captured, captured me. And it is um, the theme of today. And you women, I, we've shared that, that scripture with you. And I guess I'll start by asking a f- the first question here, which is, um, ladies, what are some ways that you have strengthened your kids as they grew up? So for the mums with, I, I love the strong oaks. We've got a couple of, um, I mean, you've all got sons, haven't you? Yeah, fantastic. Um, how have you strengthen your children in the Lord over the years um, as a mother? I mean, all of you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, let's go. Let's go. Okay, well, maybe we'll finish with Yvonne. <laughs> Yeah, we, I feel inadequate, but it's been intentional. Matt and I have made the intentional decision to move our children to this beautiful community, and for us that's been a really big thing. Um, we knew Dan and Hannah, and um, that's it. <laughs> we just came up here, and we knew that God wanted us here, and also... Um, for us, it was really important to raise our kids, um, have them at home with me, and that was like, we were able to do that by moving up here as well. So that was part of it. But community is so big. We love, we love you all, and you know, I, Shaz comes and helps sometimes, and you know, everyone's looking out for each other. And meals when you have babies or sick, and you know, got my beautiful mum who's not far away. She's she's so special, and she's here today. Love you, Mum. Yeah, Corinne. Thank you. Um, yeah, boy, that's that's a full question. That one. Um, we were like, well, blessed enough to we've met. We we got saved on the same day. So our marriage started off with a very Christian based because we we knew um, the world's way of doing it before we come to really have the full knowledge of Christ. So when um, we got say we got married, um, and we did it God's way. So we, like you said, Sarah, we intentionally mm. made it that our kids were going to be brought up in the house yeah. of God from day dot. Mm. Um, so 
we pretty much have been in church since we got married. Um, and with our boys, and I, and I know there's parents here have probably brought their kids up in the ways of the Lord and then some kids that have walked away. And that's a really tough thing because as parents, um, both husband and wives, but because today's theme is Mother's Day, for mothers, it's just, it's a thing that you want your kids to always walk with mm. God because the ultimate goal is for salvation. At the end of the day, it's salvation. So um, it, I think for us, and for my opinion, I think it has to start at home as a good godly base because kids, as you know, they're clever little things. <laughs> They'll, they'll do as you do rather than, you know, what you say. Like the old saying, actions speak louder than words. So you, as parents, we have to not just talk the talk, but walk the talk. And now, is that my bell to say, you finished? finished? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, we have to really follow what we believe. And kids are watching you. You know, and they'll pull you up on it, don't they? Oh, yeah. You know. <laughs> and um, so, and I think always keeping the conversation open when your kids are struggling, whether it's at school, their relationships. And I've always um, helped them to understand um, in you know, what they're giving up in the world. Like, the world really has nothing to offer. And... Um, we're in the we're in the world, as the scripture says, but we're not of it. And I've always said, well, just giving, um, always used everyday things um, to bring out the word of God in a really practical mm-hmm. sense. You know, if they, when they were little, if they came home and one of the boys said, "Oh, Mum, one of these kids called me a loser," you know, and I'd say, "Okay, well, listen to them." understand perhaps where this kid might be coming from. No excuse for telling you you're a loser, but what's God say about you? Mm. You know, like doing practical things like that, pointing out the word of God. Mm. No, that's not a truth. Mm. This is truth. This is what the word says about you. Mm. Um, So just building a really strong foundation Mm. in your child. And sorry, I don't want to take up too much time. It's coming. <laughs> we have a lot to say as mothers, so we we don't get a chance. So it's like, no. Um, um, <laughs> what was I going to say? Um, practical ways. Um, anyway, yeah, I forgot. I Beautiful. Know. I really like that. Um, uh, that you know that that we all know that we don't. Need, the world will raise our children if we yes. don't yeah. raise yes. our children yeah. God's way, yeah. won't yes. it? Yes. So, yes, yes, I love that that, like, bringing them back to the word, who they are in Christ, yes. just establishing their identity in Christ yes. from a very young age. Um, yeah. They are sons and daughters of God. Yeah. We all yeah. are. How yeah. incredible. Yeah. And yet so many don't actually know that they are a son or a daughter of God. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's beautiful. That was, that's so good. Ladies, I have to say, so much wisdom. So, so wonderful. 
Kath, um, did you want to did you want to say anything on that, or would you would we like to? Yeah. So do you <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Oh, um, because um, there, I will. Yeah, I will go to this next question, which is um, kind of referring to the wildflowers. So. Um, our children are all so unique, as we established, Karma established that earlier, and God has created them specifically as they are. Like, they are not faulty in any way. Like, God designed them by design, right? And they are all unique. And when you look at a field of wildflowers, no two flowers are the same, even if they look similar. No two flowers are the same. They, they are shapely, they are bright. How do we, um, as parents, yeah, lead our children into dis discovering their identity and being, you know, their colourful, wild self? Um, and... Yeah, what are some ways to allow them to be like wildflowers and explore their identity in Christ? Do you, does it, does, you know, does anyone have any thoughts on, on that? <laughs> no, yes? Yeah, just <laughs> encourage them and, because they're all different and beautiful, different personalities. Don't really understand them all at, at you know, <laughs> sometimes. Um, yeah, just... <laughs> Just um, loving them as they are and letting them be crazy or whatever and, and guiding them when they've got little questions or sending them to dad, you know, <laughs> for those really tough questions. Um, yeah, just, just, and they're all so different. They've got beautiful hearts and they, they love Jesus. It's really beautiful. So just, yeah, helping them out the best we can. Yeah. Beautiful. I love that. Um, oh, do you want me to say yeah, something? Oh, if you, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Um, I, th I think one of the aspects, I think because I've got teenage boys as well who are young at well, they not teenage, God, they're past teenage, they're young adults now. <laughs> Um, I, I think one of the things that I really expressed as they were growing up was installing in them the fear of the Lord and that reverential, like knowing who they're following is really, really important. Um, and I think the fear of the Lord is vital. I think the fear of the Lord helps them to... Um, be aware of their sin when they're mucking up, you know, whether it's speaking wrongly or treating people badly or whatever. It's um, having just that knowledge of the word of God. Like the word says, fear of the Lord brings wisdom, you know, and it's, I always prayed prayer into your children. Um, I think is vital. You have to pray with them, like just as they're little, um, yeah. praying so they're hearing what you're saying and then 
eventually helping them establish their own um, prayer life as well. And um, we're not perfect parents. And I have to tell it, can I tell a story? Of course. Um, it was when the boys were little, you know, you become who you hang around. You know, you, when your kids start acting up, it's like, who have you been playing with today? <laughs> <laughs> and we always kept that conversation open. I say, who are you playing with today? Just as an interest, you know. And we never told our boys, stop, um, you know, playing with someone. I always, Kurt actually said it the other day, we use the word of God as a compass, not as a rule. You know, it's, it's directing and leading your kids on a daily basis mm. rather than shoving scriptures down their throats. Yeah. If you want to turn your kids off, do that. <laughs> yeah. But use it as a compass, as a direction and guide. Um, and Branson... I said his name. Branson, he doesn't care. <laughs> he was hanging around with a friend of his who's they're still friends today. They're the mother of this boy is one of my best friends and um, he his friend got into sharks and he was about eight seven or eight and he begged me week after week after week that he wanted to watch Jaws the movie now I watched it when I was five because my mother and father went to the drive-in thinking we'd sleep but we're in the back seat like this for the whole Jaws movie (laughs) anyway yeah, all the perfect parents are laughing right now. No. <laughs> so, anyway, after a while, and I didn't listen to my husband. Sorry, darling. Um, I said, okay, all right, I'll get... And back in the day of videos, you know, and I said, we'll get the video, but you can, you've got to watch it on mute, and when the gory bits, um, we'll fast-forward it, right? This is my godly, motherly wisdom coming in. And um, so the day came, he was so excited, all going well, and there was just one scene I totally forgot about. It just, and he saw it, and the next thing I've looked at him, and he's behind the couch, quivering. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, and I'm trying to explain, it's just a movie, it's a dummy, it's at the head, it's a dummy, you know. Anyway. That night, he couldn't sleep, could he? For the next two weeks, I was dealing with a child that was having shark nightmares. <laughs> so after, once I had repented, <laughs> I was praying, we were praying for him, the spirit of fear, Jesus. It wasn't working, nothing was working. Anyway, I got to that point where I, I got firm with him and... <laughs> I actually said to him, listen, as a mum, I got firm. I said, get a grip (laughs) of your imagination. (laughs) And I said, it's time to use your faith, not my faith. You need to step up here. And, you know, he was like, he understood what I was saying. Long story short, he actually, he prayed. I said, amen. And the nightmare stopped. (laughs) That's a great story. That's... That's really encouraging because, you know, yeah. what parent hasn't sort of accidentally let their child watch something that they maybe shouldn't have? They're all you know? perfect here, of course. <laughs> you assume that it's okay because it's a kid's thing, but it's not. But it was just, it was a great example of that is getting great. a child to not yeah. lean on our faith because we've always said God doesn't have any grandchildren. You know, it, it gets the point when your child has to 
set up and start using his faith. And because it, it, it just was one of those moments where it just, he put it all on God, it just, his nightmares, everything went. So and he's mm-hmm. just like, we That's were very awesome. happy. That is a very we practical... Little little thing to put in our pocket. I love that, Michelle. <laughs> um, and I really love that you were talking about prayer. Um, Kath, I just... Um, okay, actually, no, it's okay. I'll stop talking. But um, you've raised your own children, uh, but you have also raised spiritual children. <laughs> There are many of us in this room, if you've spent any time with Kath, um, yes, you will know that Kath is um, an unassuming, I mean, unassuming powerhouses, right? Um, I I can speak for myself because Kath, you have uh, over the years, and it's been years, um, gently, but um, with faith and a bit of boldness um, and lots of prayer brought a few of us ladies under your wing and um, have led us into the things of the Lord. I would love you to share your heart on uh, being a spiritual mother. I just want to first of all give all glory to the I just think, was thinking this morning how I used to go to church, just so full of fear and crying all through, and what the Holy Spirit's done. And here I am, you know, hearing those words and knowing that younger people, you know, get something out of my journey, but it's only by the Holy Spirit. And I'm so blessed to have young people, because that's my heart, you know, for the next generation. A little while ago, I put myself on the ARC room roster just because I wanted to, because I'm not going to be here, you know, for another 30 years, but these kids, you know, the babies, the next generation's coming through, they're the ones that are going to be here, taking over, taking our place. And I just wanted to connect with those little ones. And like I said before, I love newborn babies anyway. So (laughs) everything was a blessing about that. But just spending time with um, the younger generation, there's nothing like it. And just connecting this morning and seeing all the other spiritual mums here, like, you know, when Rhonda went out and received that prize, you know, Christine Harrison, you know, says... What a deserving person, you know, no one better could have got that. There's so many beautiful spiritual mums here that just nurture the house of God and see people raised up in the house. I'm so proud of my own children that they, you know, walking with the Lord and just to have, you know, young people come to us and there's nothing better, but it's only through the Holy Spirit connecting younger people to the older ones. And I just encourage 
the spiritual mums to um, use the gifts that you have. You might have a gift of hospitality. Open up your home to the younger ones. Invite them in because you've walked the walk and you can offer the younger generation so much because you're not going to be here forever, but they, the younger ones, we put into them and mother them and nurture them and open our hand, you know, our arms to them and our homes to them. Young people, I know Chris is hard as well. He wants to be a spiritual dad to the younger ones here as well. Our arms are open and our home is open to the younger generation. But it's only through the Holy Spirit changing us that we have something to put in to the others. Like we don't, it's nat, it becomes natural, you know, you, but it's supernatural and it's a spiritual thing. And when you hear that word spiritual, what does that even mean? It just means that it comes from God. It's spiritual. It doesn't come, you know, out of the flesh or something that we make up. It's by connecting to him and that's that's the spiritual that flows from God. And they're God's children. Yeah. And it's just a privilege and an honour to be called a spiritual mum. And yeah, I just love it. And I love it's just the love that flows out of the Spirit of God as well into yeah, through us into them and yeah. It's flowing all the time. God's moving all the time. He's flowing all the time. We're not, we don't need to keep badgering God. We need move from your spirit, God. He's always moving. He's always flowing. Just tap into the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's so good. That is so encouraging. And, and I guess uh, looking at it that way, it's sort of like doesn't really exclude too many people, does it? <laughs> um, you know, are we following the Lord? Um, is there someone that we can let the blessing and the, the, the Spirit of God in us flow through to? Um, that is so amazing and powerful and um, a beautiful picture of, of the family of God, isn't it? The house of God, the family of God, um, working together building one another up in, in, in love in Christ. I feel like we should thank our panellists so very much for their wisdom, for all that they do. Um, yeah, these ladies, are, you know, probably don't know, but they just do so much behind the scenes and I just really wanted to, yeah, just have you guys up there and, Share your share your wisdom and your your love, um, and Yvonne, do you have any more wisdom for us? Like we're all hanging on for some more. Come on. <laughs> I haven't got any wisdom. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, just just keep praying, keep praying. Um, God God hears our prayers. He answers our prayers, and just keep praying. Yeah. So good. That is. So good. Thank you, ladies. Let's give them a big round of applause.
so awesome. So good. Yeah, we will we'll stay standing, actually. Um, do we need them? I don't need a pulpit. No, no, no. It's okay. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Sons and daughters of God. We are sons and daughters of God. Oh, he has no grandchildren. How good's that? Oh, we get to we get to own our own relationship with God, and we get to be a part of raising the younger generation in that owning their relationship with God. That is incredible, and I that was. Uh, kind of the heart that I felt for this morning. Um, I, yeah, we don't want Mother's Day to be polarizing or or separating or um, anything. It's the incredible thing about being in the house of God and the people of God is that we are our children of God and we are family and we all have the privilege to come alongside others, engage our faith towards other people, towards our children, the incredible work that our kids' team do, my gosh, raising the next generation in the things of the Lord. Oh, can we just thank them right now, those who are upstairs? <laughs> Amazing. I love that um, that this scripture starts. It's like it's like a confession of faith almost. It's like declaring something, isn't it? This scripture: "Make our sons, make our daughters, Lord, make our sons, make our daughters." And I just want to encourage us this morning to have eyes of faith as we declare this over the next generation, all of us, the people in our lives who are younger, oh, may our sons and may our daughters, as we pray and we think about them, we declare that over them, oh, may they be strong oaks, shapely wildflowers, completely not aware of who they are, completely loved, completely beautiful in the things of God, in the strength of God, in the dignity, the grace of God. I just pray this morning that we would have those eyes, our spiritual eyes awoke, open and our confession be that, oh, may they be strong, may they be bright. May our words go forth and our actions follow after. Thank you, Lord. At the end of this, um, this psalm, it says, joyful indeed are those whose God is the Lord. The New King James Version says, happy are the people whose God is the Lord. How blessed the people who have God for God. How blessed, joyful. That is the outcome, friends. Happy 
at home with the Lord, at home in Christ, at home in their identity. Thank you, Father God. Holy Spirit. Happy are those. We are at home in God. Amen. We're going to worship now. So keep our eyes, spiritual eyes open and our hearts open as well as we worship God this morning.
Thank you, Jesus. We thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you, God, that you fill our hearts with your peace, your hope, your love, your comfort. You wrap your arms around us. You know our every worry or every need. And when we draw near to you, you draw near to us. Thank you, God. Thank you, God.
there is healing in your wings. church we're just gonna close the service but I just really believe in this atmosphere if, if something spoke to you today if you need prayer um, our altar is open um, but we want to wish all the mums a wonderful Mother's Day with your family with your friends um, we have a gift for you as you head on out um, can we put our hands together for Han and the beautiful panellists um, for sharing their hearts and just being so transparent, beautiful. Um, but I'm just going to pray over you before we close the service. Thank you, Father God, for a wonderful day in your house, Father God. Lord, I just lift up every person, every mum to you. Lord, as they leave this house, I thank you for your blessing, your peace, your hope, your faith upon each and every one of them. I pray that they have an amazing day and go into a great week, Father God, just knowing that your touch is with them, Father God. I just thank you for that. In your mighty name we pray. Amen. Have a blessed day. We'll be back here at 10am tomorrow morning. I mean, next, <laughs> next Sunday morning. <laughs>